I found that the most effective strategies in life are elegant in their simplicity, but probably not easy. For 75 days straight, today's guest completed a simple challenge that forever changed her life. Say hello, Tony. Hi. I'm Joe. That guy over there is Kurt. And we are Dudes in Progress. Hello, Kurt. Hey, Joe. What's shaking, my friend? I'm excited for our guest tonight. She sounds like a really cool cat. I've been following this journey uh, through Facebook, and it has been something something to behold. We, she just said hello. Hello, Tony Ann. Hi. I want to introduce you to Tony Ann Zarcone, who will take us through uh, a life-changing experience for her. And if we follow its simplicity, it can be life-changing for us as well. But first, I want to ask my pal, Kurt. Kurt, what is the hardest thing that you've ever done on purpose? If I relate it to the physical activity, I, I did do sports all my life through high school and into college. Stayed pretty active in those days. And I played basketball was a big sport of mine, baseball. Lots of other things. Did a lot of hard sports. But one of the hardest things I ever tried because I hated it was run long distance. And I, I started that when I was out of college. I was working. There was a bunch of people in the gym that were doing running. Somehow it started, I started really getting into it because it was so challenging. I'm, as you guys know, I'm a big guy. I'm not built for running. And I would joke with the other guys who were like, runners they did all kinds of races and marathons and i would start just far enough ahead of them so that i would finish just ahead of them and i would laugh at them as they were coming in but it was it was quite challenging one of the biggest things i ended up doing was a, a seven mile run that's famous up in the litchfield hills in connecticut <clears throat> and i really found that quite challenging to run that race but it wasn't long after that i developed planters fasciitis which is chronically bothered me ever since but that was quite challenging and hard i don't know if it's the hardest thing but related to what tony ann was doing in her challenge i mean there's lots of things that we choose to do mm -hmm. that's hard we choose to raise a family we choose to get married right kurt you said we you said that uh, we choose jobs that might be challenging and we choose hobbies that might be difficult uh, but i would say Keeping in the spirit of, of the physical realm, uh, and, and what I mean by physical is exercise and fitness and so forth, I'm with you, Kurt. I'll I would have to go back to my high school days and junior high school days when I wrestled. And the conditioning for wrestling was just brutal. I remember running up and down steps, up and down steps, up and down steps. And we would, we would try to make weight, so we'd cover ourselves in plastic bags. and just sweat and run and sweat and run. And I think back now, how did I ever survive that? <laughs> how did I ever survive it? And I also think, what if I would have just kept it up? I was already there, right? <laughs> I was thinking of that today. We were out walking. My wife, Margie, and I were walking. She's into trying to get ready for Disney World, Tony. And she's trying mm -hmm. to get in shape in the walking legs. And at six o'clock in the evening, we we're going out for walks. And I was thinking, you know, I don't have the endurance. 
I had the I had that in high school. We in our basketball program, our coach was really tough on us. Especially if we messed up, we had these bricks. We had our names on them. They were wrapped in the medical tape, that white medical tape, and they had our mm-hmm. name. And every time we did something bad, we had to run these suicide drills with the bricks over our heads. Wow. And it got to a point where the coach would try to punish us by making us run more. But we could run anybody out of the gym because we were so in shape. Yeah, that's, that was challenging. I was just watching a YouTube video. It's really interesting. It was at West Point. This man, he's 94 years old, and he fought in the Battle of the Bulge. He was one of the paratroopers that was brought in during that conflict. And he was talking about the training that they went through for paratrooping. They kind of, all that running. And he said that he, those words came out of his mouth too that I remember. Like you, we could run and we were so proud of what we could do, we, what we could accomplish. We were so, so, so physically fit. We were just amazed at the training that we got. Well, fun. Tony Ann has us all beat, Kurt. Oh, no, I don't know about that. <laughs> we all, we talked about stuff that we did as kids when we were, uh, when we had nothing to lose and we were uh, probably in a little better shape than we all are as, as adults. Uh, she chose to do something called 75 hard. Mm-hmm. And she challenged herself not only physically, but mentally and intellectually as well. Right. Uh, that what I love about this program, and I'm going to ask you to take us through the program and the the five or six tenets of the program, okay. but I love its simplicity, Tony Ann. I love how simple it is to follow, but not easy. Right. Right. Exactly. So tell us about 75 hard. I, exactly. I want you to cover a couple different things. What 75 okay. hard is, why you chose this program, and what the catalyst was for you choosing this program, okay. which is kind of the why. So Okay. So 75 hard is the, the person who created it. His name is Andy Frisella. He's a podcaster and CEO. He He is not a nutritionist. He is not a personal trainer. He does not plug this program as a fitness challenge. He calls it a mental toughness challenge. And he is, he, he, he gives away this program for free. He'll, you go on his podcast, which is, um, the real AF Andy Frisella AF, but it's also something a little rude AF, um, real AF and, um, episode number 14 explains the 75 hard program and it's completely free. There's nothing you have to buy from him. There is an app if you want to track it on your phone, your if you want to tick off boxes, but you can just as easily do that on a sheet of paper or a calendar. So um the program is completely free. Uh but it's not plugged, like I said, as a physical fitness challenge. It's mental, it's mental fitness is is what they're trying to achieve. And what propelled me originally, I had a a friend from college that I really don't talk to any. I mean, she's, she's a college friend. I see her, her posts on Facebook. She posts pictures of her kids and her dogs. And last year she posted this picture of her like on the beach in a bikini. And she said she had just completed 75 hard. I'd never heard of it before. Um, she said what she did. She said, I, I walked this many miles. I've drank 75 gallons of water. I've, I've read this many books in the last 75 days. And something made me 
research further. What is this 75 hard she's talking about? So I, um, I went online, I looked it up, I listened to the podcast and I immediately said, I can't do that. <laughs> so I just put it aside and I thought, I'll, I can't do that. I'm 50. I was 50 years old at the time. I, and I've never been an athlete. You guys talked about your college and high school days. I've never done anything in the realm of physical fitness. I was a band geek. So I just, I, I was not someone who, who was, was an athlete. So I really thought I can't do this. Um, I, over the last year, my arthritis—I have arthritis in my knees. It's gotten really bad. Um, at the point where I'll be sitting in a chair doing my my work, I'm a nurse and I have to do a lot of computer work at the end of the day. I dreaded standing up from my chair. My knees hurt so bad. I would go to Disney with Kurt and our friends, and I would have to kind of slink away to my hotel while nobody noticed. Um, to lay down because my legs were hurting so bad. So I was in, I was in severe pain and uh, I really didn't think I could do this, but something made me want to try. And it took me over a year for that, for me to get to that point where I realized, I think I can do this. So do you want to know what the program entails? Is that? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So the program uh, entails a few, mandatory task that you have to do every day for 75 days. You have to follow a diet. The diet is your choice. I wanted to lose weight. Some people want to build muscle. So my diet might be different than the next person's diet. Some people choose like Weight Watchers. I personally was doing keto already when I started this. It was working for me. So I just kept doing keto. You must complete two 45 minute workouts a day. And wow. one of those workouts must be outside. What isn't listed here, and I learned by reading more and listening to more of, of Andy Fratello's podcast, was he really recommends that these two workouts are not back to back. He recommends like three, at least three hours in between the podcast, in between the workouts. And the reason for this is, he wants it to stink. He wants he wants you to not want to do it. He wants you to embrace the suck. And that is what this program is about. It's about self-discipline and grit and doing something that you really don't want to do, but you know you should do it. And self-discipline is something that I have struggled with my whole life. I I if something's hard, I usually don't do it. So this that's what this program is about. It's about doing hard things. Um, so you don't have to, like I said, I wasn't on an athlete. A lot of the people that do 75 hard are athletes. They're weightlifters, they're bodybuilders, they're runners. They would do rucking where they walk with, with 40 pounds on their back, or they would do heavy weightlifting every day. I was a novice. So I, I started just walking, walking 45 minutes in the morning. and. I live in Florida and swimming has always been something in my life. So I would walk 45 minutes. I would swim 45 minutes. And that was basically what I did to start. And 
people thought, you know, other people in the 75 hard sphere uh, community might look down on that like that, that, you know, that's, that's easy for them. But for me, it really wasn't. Mm -hmm. So walking 45 minutes in a row at the beginning was pretty hard for me and swimming nonstop doing laps for 45 minutes was pretty hard in the beginning. Now I do it every day. And so, um, I don't think it'd be a good idea to do something too intense that you're right. not used to doing. Anyway. Exactly. It's not a exactly. Healthy so, thing to do. Right. So for me, I did it at my own pace. So, uh, one of the, one of the other, uh, components is that you cannot have any cheat meals. And that is something that a lot of people, when they go on a diet, they say, okay, every Saturday I'll have a donut or this is putting that aside for 75 days. You're not going to have a cheat meal for set. You're going to go two and a half months with no cheat meals. Um, no alcohol for 75 days. And this is hard for some people. Uh, a lot of people in the 75 hard community and the Facebook groups, it's something they really struggle with. And it's one of the reasons why they start doing this to begin with. They realize that their alcohol consumptions got out of hand. For me, it wasn't that hard. I, I, I'm a social drinker. I drink when I'm with my friends, but it's not something I do every day. So it really, for me, was that was one of the easier tasks for me. But for other people, it's a real, it's a real struggle. Drink a gallon of water a day. Now, Kurt, you were doing that at the beginning of the year. Are you still drinking a gallon of water a day? I really struggle with that. That's one of the questions I had for you. Yeah, I it's it's not easy. How difficult <laughs> that is, and I think it, it goes along with the consistency and the. Mm -hmm. And the sucking part. Right. So and for even, me, I, I, I have a, a bottle that's half a gallon and I right. get through it twice and that's what I do. Yeah. that helps you, but it's still, you know, even just as I'm working, I get very absorbed in my work mm -hmm. and what I do. And I find it hard to do anything outside yeah. of that. And especially now that I work from home, it's even more difficult. Right. But even the simple thing you have on your list, take a progress picture every day. Well, let her finish. We're no, not there yet. That's that is the next one. Take a progress picture every day, and that is. Is it the next one, or do we? Is there some? She skipped here? it. That's why. There, I, that's why. No, I it in. I'm I'm going off a list. It might not be the same as oh, your okay, gotcha, as your thing. Gotcha. But let's talk about the progress picture. The progress picture. He recommends you get as little clothes on as possible to take this picture because nobody else is going to see it but you, and it is the task that of all the tasks that people fail on this program that they miss, they'll, they'll go 40 something days. They'll do everything right. They forget the progress picture. It's the <laughs> easiest thing. It's funny. But it's, it's, I, that's it, what I was getting at though. That's what I was trying to say. It's the easiest of the tasks. <laughs> but when, when you're in the, the 75 hard groups and chats, that's the most common thing people fail because of is that they, they forgot the picture. Well, you know, one and, of the questions I want to ask, which is really mm -hmm. interesting, several years ago, I started this Facebook group, Puda Tigger, mm -hmm. which is, was, had, had pretty good startup momentum and, mm -hmm. you know, it went up and down until, boy, I don't know how long, Tony, and it's been a while. It's been yeah. really thriving. So I wanted to ask how, what kind of motivation or help was that, especially in this progress picture because i know you post it in there i think every day i didn't those are not my those were me that was me being accountable for my workouts those pictures you saw my yeah. progress pictures i'm in my underwear kurt i didn't oh i'm sorry that's yeah. awesome I all right 
Yep. Where'd you post those, Tony? Uh, nowhere. Those, Easy. Those are not for consumption of, of ah, well, public, this, public this consumption. Clarity to this pick. This this one. And the last task is reading ten pages of a nonfiction um, self development book every day. Ten pages. Uh, that could be a book that's going to help you personally. Could be a help a book that's going to help you in your career but it has to be a nonfiction self-development and it can't be an audio book. It can be, it can be a Kindle originally on that first podcast, episode 14 of the real AF. He says not, it can't be a Kindle, but later down he's, he's, he's evolved in his thinking in that regard. And he says, now you can use a Kindle. I do want to speak to this guy, Andy Frisello for, for one more thing. I hesitate to tell people about his podcast and about him because he is, he's got a really bad mouth. I mean, his, Mm -hmm. the language on his podcast would make my mom blush and he does get political on his podcast. Sometimes I, if you are not into that, just listen to episode 14. If you want to know more about 75 hard and do what you will with the rest of it. I don't listen to him on a regular basis, but, um, there are a couple episodes that focus on 75 hard and what comes after 75 hard. There are further episodes on his podcast that talk about that, that I've listened to, but I just take what I need from him and I don't consume him every day because <laughs> he's not exactly my cup of tea, to be honest with you. But so you found out about 75 hard through a friend. Yes. And it took you a year. I think it was to, over a year. Yeah. To decide to do 75 hard. Yeah, And like I said, what I love about this is its simplicity. Mm-hmm. Uh, just choose a diet. As I understand it, the, it's not just a diet. I mean, you, it has to be a diet that improves you in some physical way, right? Right, right. Uh, you just can't say, hey, my diet's McDonald's every day. <laughs> there's an ice cream every meal, right? And it's something right. that will improve you physically exactly. every day. So may I ask, what, what diet did you choose? I've been doing keto since... March. I had been doing it before I even started. Uh, Protein, fat, vegetables. That's that's what I'm. I'm not eating very many carbs. uh, Less than twenty grams of carbs a day. And I don't even. You know, there are a lot of products on the market like fake keto bread, keto wraps, keto. There's recipes you can find for keto cake and things like that. I I decided a long time ago that I was just going to not even do the fake stuff. I just basically eat protein, vegetables, and some fat. Real food. So, yeah. Real food. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Real food. Uh, so you started the program mm-hmm. and I'm sure you started with vigor and enthusiasm, right? It sounded oh, like yeah. you're, you're that type of person yeah. uh, with vigor and enthusiasm. At what point did you say, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to do this anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you it. It the first thing the first thing I I dealt with was that first week I was working out twice a day. I was eating right. I was drinking my water, and I I weigh every Saturday. And Saturday came, and I gained I think three pounds, maybe two. Mm-hmm. I gained weight, and but, I'm a nurse. But just to be clear, so, mm-hmm. Getting on the scale is not part of the program. No, it's not. Okay. It's not. It's something that I was doing. Sure. sure. Um, but I, as a nurse, in my head, I knew 
that I was sore, that my muscles were tearing, that I was inflamed. And that was probably the reason why I had gained weight that first week. So that's something that if you're a person who hasn't, who's sedentary, and I was sedentary, there are days, if you go back on my phone and look at my steps, that I took less than 300 steps. There'd be like Saturdays and Sundays that I didn't get off the couch. So going from that to two 45-minute workouts a day, yeah, I was sore. So it made sense that I had gained a little bit of water weight that first week. That was my first stumbling block, but I, I got through it because I, I knew and I talked myself through that. I knew why. Surprisingly, the hardest, the most challenging days were toward the end, like in the 60s. Like I was kind of on autopilot and it would have been really easy to slip up at that point because I think that's where I might have, if I wasn't checking it off on an app, uh, forgotten to take the progress picture or um, didn't finish all my water. So I think what happens at, at some point is you get cocky. And and that I did. I I did. I in the beginning I was getting up every morning at five and, and doing my workout. Uh by the end I was like I was maybe getting up at seven and starting my work and, and doing my first workout at lunchtime. I mean that mm. that wasn't that wasn't good planning on my part. And uh I I I need to smack myself <laughs> for that. Yeah. Hey Joe, I had a bunch of friends that I asked to Give us some questions. So I've got one from Rob Madiri. What was the biggest challenge you overcame and what is the most important and valuable lesson you learned? The biggest challenge was actually starting was I talked it through with some friends. Uh, I knew I wanted to do it and I didn't, I still didn't really think I could do it. So um, I, I think that was the biggest challenge. I, I I did it publicly uh, in that Puda Tigger group that you were talking about in order to make myself accountable because I didn't want to do it and fail. And I knew um, I couldn't fail if everybody was watching me. I'd be, I mean, I could, but I wouldn't want to fail while everybody was watching me. So I did that to overcome my fear of failure. Perfect. What lessons did you learn? That I could do it, that I could do hard (laughs) things. That I mean, yeah, we'll talk about it more. What I did after that, but <laughs> okay. And Joe, I got a bunch of questions. Do you want to alternate, or do you have more? Yeah, I mean, I I have I ha- kind of have my own okay my own questions that I have here. But the truthfully, I'd, I'd rather hear from the community, uh, and we'll just piggyback on those because I'm I, I think it's important that the that the dudes in progress community uh, has their has their questions asked. I got some too, but I feel the same way. Dave Youngward, who is Tony Ann's co-host. Brother-in-law. He's my brother-in-law. brother-in-law and of the Disney Crush podcast. What are some of the physical benefits that you personally experience and that have come directly from 75 Hard? What advice would you give to someone that is hesitant about starting a workout program and diet? Um, the benefits are the fact that I, I can stand up without pain now. Well, I can right. walk. I can walk without pain now. I can get on the ground and get back up. I'm now 51 years old. And if something rolled under my bed 
I would have to call one of my kids to get it because I would be afraid that if I got down, I couldn't get back up. Now I can get down and get up and get down and get up. So, yeah. So that's a big benefit. Um, For anybody who wants to start a workout program, um, find one that that isn't too, you know, strenuous to begin with i I, you shouldn't injure yourself you got to start slow and don't look at what everybody else is doing i have friends that run marathons i'm i'm not there but that's okay what advice would you give someone that's hesitant about starting i think you have to really want to do this program to do this program there if you don't if you're not if your heart and head is not in this you're not gonna you're not gonna get through 75 days of it because it's hard from a medical standpoint, being a nurse, what do you think helped your knees and the arthritis from this program? I, I think the movement and the weight loss combined. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I didn't gain, I didn't lose that much weight in 75 days. I think I lost 12 or 14 pounds in 75 days, mm-hmm. but I've lost 40 pounds since October. It's only, it's less than a pound a week since we started this in October, but I think it's more uh, manageable. It's, it's, it's I, sustainable. I think, yeah. Sustainable. That's what I'm, that's what, uh, because it, when you lose a lot of weight fast, I don't, I don't know that right. it sticks. <laughs> All right. So. Dan Austin. So okay. Tony and you've had a full-time demanding job. You got a successful podcast, a family, a wonderful and special son who probably mm-hmm. requires more time and attention than others. How were you able to find or make the time for all the required activities of this program? Getting up at five o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. um, making time right. for yourself in that way. Starting, so I would start with my workout at five. Um, I would, so I'd go out for a walk. I'd come back. I'd do my 10 pages of reading while the family was still sleeping so that it was quiet. I would start drinking my water while I was walking. I would take water with me. And, and so I'd get all that and then I take, I take my progress picture when I got back from my walk. So that was most of my tasks ticked off before I even went to work. And then when I, you know, after dinner, I would do my second workout and I would, and I would drink my water throughout the day. And I was typically done um, once I was done with that second workout after dinner. But I would be remiss to not mention that my spouse was a big cheerleader for me uh he made sure that i had what i needed to to stay on my diet he cooked for me he he did the grocery shopping he made sure that i had you know my my eating requirements were met and he would encourage me to to move he'd say you know if if it was raining outside at, at night or or lightning i you know i i wouldn't go in the pool if it was lightning and uh that's why i would get my I would get my walk on in the morning or, or mm-hmm. swim in the morning. So I had that outside workout take it, covered, ticked, because in Florida, afternoons are sketchy with, with thunderstorms. So I would, that was another thing. I would, I'd get the, the, I always do my outside workout in the morning. I might do a second outside workout at night, but if I can't, I'm going to do some kind of fitness video on YouTube or uh, something so he would always be like do you need to you need the tv do you want to you know and he would he, he would watch me work out. <laughs> he wouldn't do it so you didn't me. inspire rich yeah no <laughs> okay 
Tony, and we've talked a lot about the about the physical mm-hmm. parts of this, uh, but uh, I want to talk a little bit about the books. Okay. And the 20 pages. Uh, had you been a reader prior to this? No. A no. regular reader? No. I was a reader when I was a kid, but as an adult, I haven't. I didn't think I had the time. Mm-hmm. I like like Dan Austin said. I have a full time job. I have a special needs child. I have a house to run, and um, so I I always said I don't have time to read anymore. So no, I hadn't been a reader. So, uh, yeah, it, yeah. I, so how many books? How many books did you make it through during the seventy five days? Uh, six and a half. It was ten pages, not twenty, but six and a half books. Uh, I'm still working on book number seven, <laughs> but. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the uh, I started with a a book by the some people know her as the Fly Lady. She's called the Chaos Cure. It's about getting your house in order, which is something that I want to work on. Um, I did Atomic Habits, which I'm sure you're familiar with. That's that was my favorite book. Um, our favorite book too. One of yeah, our favorite books. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the guy who did this. Pro, who made this program, Andy Frisella, he wrote a book called 75 Hard. That book is very poorly written, <laughs> very poorly written. But I read that and um, I read a book about um, uh, some childhood traumas that, that I dealt with. Uh, and uh, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, The Four Agreements. Have you read The Four Agreements? And yeah. uh, the last book that I'm still trying to get through is Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Great book. That's a meaty book. That's a groundbreaking book for mm-hmm. one thing. Mm-hmm. It really, it really did kick off a an intellectual personal development genre. Right. I love that book, Tony Ann. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a good book, but it's meaty. It it's, is. It's meaty. And I, I got mean, the 30th anniversary edition where his son puts a, puts his spin on every chapter at the end. So. Right. <laughs> right. It's a, it's a good book. So m- mentally, do, did you feel the improvement? Did you oh, yeah. feel a, 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 a better sense of self, Absolutely. a better sense of direction, a better sense of who you want to be and why you want to be and uh, some different life strategies that would, that would help you pull through not only 75 hard, but life in general. Yeah. It's, it's, I, I always had had very low self-esteem and, uh, People are surprised to hear that about me, but I I do, and I'm actually pretty shy, uh, which is surprising to a lot of people too. But uh, I didn't think I could. I like I didn't think I could do it. And doing doing it, doing checking off the tasks every day, um, and believing in myself really changed my mindset. So, of the books you read, which is your favorite? Atomic you Habits. Yeah, yeah, Atomic Habits is. Yeah. It's so well written. It is so clear. No pun intended. So yeah. uh, so actionable, right? Right. Uh, I love the idea of building habits, and you've really built some habits. I mean, you've 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 put some markers in your life now, some triggers, some cues. Right. This comes from our friend Daniel Ginger. What was your motivation on those days that you really did not want to do it? It goes back to that accountability that I was posting twice a day. In, in that Facebook group where it's all friends of ours that know me and I didn't want to let them down. Kurt, when I started this program, I did it for me. 
And I started getting these side messages. People were emailing me. People were private messaging me. People were writing me letters telling me that because of what I was doing, they were moving. They were getting out of their comfort zone. They were exercising. They were starting to eat right. And I felt responsible. And I'm so glad that I went public with this from the from the first day because I quitting was not an option because I had people who were looking to me for inspiration so how could I fail and let them down think about that example tony and mm-hmm. uh, not to get you know terribly dramatic on you mm-hmm. here but uh, just think about this example uh, you started a program called 75 hard mm-hmm. uh, which inspired people to mm-hmm. probably, if at bare minimum, eat better, maybe exercise more, right? right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and what impact did that have on the people around them? Right. You know, there's suddenly, Ma, you know, Tony Ann does this program 75 Hard, who inspires this lady, who her daughter sees her exercising more and eating right and uh, puts puts a whole generation, a whole, a whole group of people on a, on a whole different path. Uh, because Tony Ann decided to do something hard for 75 days. Wow. It's that way that, that butterfly effect, Mm -hmm. that impact that we have on people is motivational and it's inspirational. And it makes you realize that, that it's, you did this for you, but the impact could be thousands, a thousand fold on everybody. Oh my goodness. (laughs) That's a lot of responsibility. (laughs) That's no responsibility. It's impact. Yeah. You're not responsible for it, but you had impact. Wendy Fox asks, how did you get your exercise on those Disney days? Well, I had two Disney days planned. People were coming to town that I wanted to see. While I was doing 75 hard, I, first of all, I I said, I'm not spending the night. I'm just coming for the day. I live two hours from Disney. So I got up at five. I got my first workout in. I I typically swam on those days because I have a pool in my backyard. So I would just jump in the pool and do 45 minutes of laps. And then I would get in the shower, get ready, and was out the door by seven. I think I read before I left too, if I'm remembering correctly. So I went to Disney. I'd meet my friends. I would bring, I brought plenty of water with me. So I'd get my gallon in and they would we went to Nomad Lounge and they all had their their drinks and I had water. And um, they had churros and I had charcuterie because, you know, just the meat and cheese. But um, yeah, those are the just things that my water. off your game, your habit, because it's right. different than your r- regular routine. Right. And tried to get home before dark so that I could get an, another swim. In. I could swim in the dark. I have a light in my pool, but um, I still wanted to get get home before eight o'clock so I could get my second workout in and not get to bed too late. So that's how I knew. But I thought of you one day. I had a bad day at work. Mm-hmm. I was grouchy and I, I had to stop by Tony Ann, I bet she's probably feeling crappy but on some of these days. Yeah. But she's still getting that workout in after mm-hmm. work. And I, I know you're a you have a demanding job too and a, an emotional kind of job. Right. right? Mm-hmm. You do hospice. You're a hospice. I'm a hospice nurse, right? Yeah. And 
obviously the family, everyone else is there is taking time from Tony in. So how did you put yourself first and how did you get over those hard days? You must've had hard, some hard days. For me, being in the pool, being underwater is very, very, was very liberating for me. I, I did a lot of swimming. Most of my workouts were swims. And at first I thought that's not much of a workout, but I was doing over a hundred laps a day. And my brother-in-law, Dave, who asked a question earlier, he knows a lot about fitness and he told me, no way, that's, that's a killer workout that you're using all your muscles. You have right. nothing to apologize for, for swimming. So, and it, and I had somebody else tell me this week, they tried to start swimming and were very sore afterwards. And they're like, how did you do that? Huh. Luckily, luckily my father got me swimming at a, at a young age. So, um, but being underwater and it just was very freeing for me and going for some, going for walks by myself, I would, I would think things through. So yeah, I had some, I had some rough days, but again, my husband, my husband would pick up what I, when I needed somebody to, to be my cheerleader. And I had a lot of friends that were being my cheerleaders too. So Amanda Lamb. The fact that I finished it, I, I, I gotta tell you, Kurt, I, I really doubted myself before we started, before I started. Um, so the fact that I finished it is pretty amazing. And I, I'm pretty dang proud of that. And the fact that after the 75 day, and I know you probably have a question about what I do after I'm still, I'm still working out. I'm still eating right. I'm still reading. So. Glenn Kessler, he says, I know she had doubts at the beginning and he's really mm -hmm. curious at what points you thought to yourself, I think I can really do this. Probably when I got to like day 25 and I realized how fast it was going. 75 days seems like a long time. It's two and a half months. But it, when I got to day, I was like, okay, I'm a third of a way do, done. I, I just got to do this two more times. And so I, I think that's when it was. And then, then again, around day 60, when I was like, okay, I just got to do this two more weeks. I've already done this for eight weeks and I only have to do it for two more. So, yeah. Megan Dorsey, I'd like to know if you felt all parts were really necessary or if there were parts you would change. No, I, I think all parts are necessary. There's, there's a reason why this man who created this program put these components in and, and people think, Oh, the progress picture is no big deal. It is, it really is because it's about attention to detail and, and doing the little things and the big things in your life. And, and that's what, that's why he's got all of those tasks in there, including something as simple as taking out your phone and taking a picture in front of the mirror. Deirdre asked about the books you read, which you would recommend and why, but also Uli asked what bits of knowledge did you take away from the books that you read that you didn't already know? Okay. So I think the top, I forgot to, I, I also read eat that frog, which is about okay. procrastination. Uh, that was that one was very good for me um, because I am a procrastinator. That's by Brian Tracy, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, that was a, that was a great one too. And Atomic Habits, like we said, those were the ones that I got the most from. Um, Four Agreements is a wonderful book. It was a little, the language was a little flowery for me, for my taste. And um, there, there was a book that I read that I hesitate to talk about. It was called Will I Ever Be Good Enough? And it was about some childhood trauma things. And that book really helped me understand some some of why I am the way I am and, and why my self-esteem is what it is. But so that book probably helped me the most. It's called, um, will I ever be good enough? And uh, there's, there's more to the title, but it's personal. I don't want to get into it, but, uh, yeah, eat that frog and atomic habits were, were the best for me. Uh, as far as what I learned, you know, the thing about self-help books is, I don't think they tell you anything you don't already know. I think, I think you know, eat that frog. You should do the hardest task first. Okay, yeah, that's that's common sense. But do you do it? You know, and and so I I think, I think that's one of the things about self help books is I don't think they tell you anything that you don't deep down already know. So for me anyway, but yeah, I. Eat That Frog helps me get through my my work day. I have a lot of paperwork I have to get done. I have a, a lot of tasks to tick off every day at work. And doing the hardest ones first is probably saves you a, a lot of sh- stress during the day. I think the habit of reading 10 pages every day, mm-hmm. you're right. You, you may have heard things before, but right. it does. I think it puts you in a better mood. Yeah. And it, Get you focused on things you probably should already know and be doing. Right. Right. It also sets you up for learning throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it opens your mind to, okay, I'm, I'm reading this thing. And then throughout the day, you start to recognize stuff that you've read. Right. And how to implement it. Uh, even it's maybe a small, tiny thing, but it, it opens your mind and it, and it, it kind of forces you to pay attention to life mm-hmm. when you, when you participate in, especially personal development, self-help books, nonfiction books, those, those types of, those types of books. I think there's definitely room for fiction. It's the way uh, they write I, it. Something they say, yeah. like eat that frog is a phrase that sticks in your mind. Right. Right. When right. you're, right. when you're not doing the most important things, you're like, ah, oh, I should be eating the frog. Right. <laughs> Excellent. Even the, even the first book I read, which was the, which was by the chaos cure, which was about getting your house in order by the fly lady. She, she just, doing so if your house is a mess she recommends just 15 minutes set a timer for 15 minutes and put away as much as you can in 15 minutes and right. if you do that every day your house will eventually be in order if you do 15 minutes a day i think james clear says in his book fall in love with the process right, right? Right. If you fall in love with the process, everything else will fall into place. Mm-hmm. All right. The last, I'm going to com- combine a couple here, but Rachel Gallagher okay. and Uli kind of ask similar questions. So what's next? What healthy habits do you think will become part of your lifestyle? Well, the, it, 75 hard is not the end. It, it can be. You can, you can just do 75 hard and stop, and a lot of people do. Um, Andy Frisella, the gentleman that made this program, expounded on it after it ended and made created the live hard year 
which is three phases. The first phase can be started at any time. The second phase, you have to wait 30 days after the first phase to start. And the third phase has to end on the day of your anniversary of when you started 75 hard to begin with. So I took, I I finished 75 hard on August 4th and then I had a vacation planned and I had a Disney trip planned. So I, I took that time off and I saw myself fall back into bad habits. Um, I maybe skipped a, skipped a workout or two and it became, and my, my brother-in-law Dave, he said, once you skip one or two, it's easier to skip three and four. And sure enough, I felt I was, I was skipping. And so when I got back from Disney this past weekend, I, I said to Rich, I said, I'm going to, I'm going to do phase one. Phase one is the same tasks that I did for 75 hard plus (laughs) make it harder for myself. Plus a cold, a five minute cold shower every day, 10 minutes of active visualization and three critical tasks of your own choosing that will better your life. So my my three tasks, I decided to implement some of the things I learned from the fly lady as far as getting my house in order. So I'm 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 tackling a zone of my she she breaks your house into zones. I'm tackling a zone of my house every every day before I go to bed. And I'm this is kind of funny. I have this phone that is full of screenshots and pictures that are meaningless to me. I one of my critical tasks is to delete 50 pictures a day off my phone. <laughs> and my last task is something dealing with interpersonal relationships. I am I have been corresponding every I I am writing letters or cards or notes to somebody every day. So some of you guys might get cards or letters or notes from me. It's only 30 days, so you're not all going to get them, but some of you might get some. Don't feel bad if you don't. <laughs> but yeah, I'm 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 actually writing to people every day. So it I love it. Might be just So let me ask you about that about that. Is this in addition to the first 75 hard stuff? Yeah. So you I'm so still you do the 75 hard I'm program plus you add these 3 Right additional tasks. Right. I'm still drinking it. I'm still drinking a gallon of water. I'm still working out twice a day. I'm still on my diet. I'm still reading. I'm still taking my progress picture. It's interesting because if you've established some kind of habitual behavior of the first set of 75 hard, but now you turn your focus onto three new tasks, but still have those other tasks in the background, you're almost, it's almost like the other tasks are easier. They're easier because you're, you're, you're not concentrating on the drudgery and the work of these, of the, the original five, right? Uh, now they're just doing them. You're just doing them. And now you're concentrating on these three other things that, wow, there's, there's, there's some magic in there. There's some real magic in there. This is phase one. It's a 30 day phase. Phase two I have to take a month off before. So after I'm done with the 30 days, I am not allowed to start phase two 
for at least 30 days in between. And that is where you're in this no man la- no man's land where you can either completely go off the rails or you can keep keep drudging along with your with your good habits. So that's a little scary. And I was in that no man no man's land for 2 weeks after I finished 75 hard until this past Monday. And I I'm not I was not ready to be left to my own devices yet. Hopefully by the end of the 30 days maybe I'll be able to be left to my own devices a little bit, but that's that's what the challenge is is to see if you can do it without without the confines of checking off a box every day. So tell us about your energy level, your focus, uh, your outlook on life, all those intangible things. Uh, Of course, you've lost 12 pounds, right? That's good, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? Um, And I'll bet it's more than just 12 pounds. I'll bet you've gained some muscle there and it's it's 12 pounds of of good good weight to lose, like 12 pounds of fat, right? Right, right. And, And so congratulations there. That's that's clear, right? You you mm-hmm. you did that and you did this these exercises and you're you're physically in better shape. But let's talk about emotionally and mentally yeah. and things like focus and energy and outlook on life. Right. Ener- energy energy is through the roof compared to where I was uh 4 months ago. Uh I I had no energy. I like I was just I was miserable. I was really miserable. I was in so much pain and I was seeing an orthopedic surgeon and and it, yeah yeah. So my my energy is so much better. I was the kind of person who would call my kid to change the TV channel, really. <laughs> the remote's over there. Can you get it for me? I'd call him out for I mean, that's that's how bad it had gotten. So now, you know, my husband will ask me for something. We'll call the kids for something. And I'll be like, no, I'll get it. And I'll jump up and spring up and I'll run across the house to get it. And it's, it's no big deal. And for me, for me, that's a big deal because I was, I was lazy. (laughs) Nice. So how about outlook on life? Well, um, I'm looking forward to doing more. I think I can I I can see when I'm 70, when I'm when I'm 60 and 70 that I'll still be able to travel and and be active and keep up with my friends. Most of Kurt and Kurt and I have friends that are younger than us that I could barely keep up with at 50 that now I think I'll be able to keep up with at 60 and 70. So that's. You'll be lapping them around magic kingdom. <laughs> yeah. I hope so. I hope so. You don't have to stay up till four o'clock in the morning though. No. I give you. No, grace. I need to be up to, to, to go yeah. for my walk at five. So that's I can- right. Yeah. Tony, I can't, Tony and I can't tell you how much of an inspiration this conversation oh. has been for me personally. And I'm sure for, for many, many listeners out there, uh, your story is incredible. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, just, where you came from, how vulnerable and transparent you were about being quote unquote lazy mm-hmm. and uh, some of the emotional and mental uh, struggles that you've been through and that you're going through and that you're hitting head on. Uh, really, the, the, the joy that 
you have for life and the zest that you have for life. Uh, I've never talked to you before. Kurt mm-hmm. has talked to you a lot, mm-hmm. uh, but you exude this confidence and this joy and this, uh, this engaging, uh, this idea of engaging life. It's really been an inspiration. Thank you. How can people find you? What's your website? Oh, it's the Disney crush.com. It's, it's a, it's a Disney way. It's a Disney group. So of course it is. <laughs> of course it's a Disney group. The Disney crush.com. So right. I think, she, yeah, I agree. This has been, it's been inspiring to watch Tony Ann go through this. You know, I, Joe, I would say we skip our win for the week and our resources and just focus on Tony Ann. maybe finish up with our quotes for the week. Yeah. yeah what's your quote for the week, Kurt? Strength does not come from winning. Your struggles develop your strengths. When you go through hardships and decide not to surrender, that is strength. And that comes from strongman Arnold Schwarzenegger, the great philosopher. (laughs) Awesome. 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 You know how I like to keep everything simple, right? That's that's my thing. Uh, And this is why I really love this program. The 75 hard is it's, it's simplicity. There's elegance in the, in the simplicity of this program. Mm -hmm. Albert Einstein said, everything should be made as simple as possible, but not simpler. (laughs) You know, when I, when I hear that, uh, understanding that make everything as simple as you can until you, until you, until you can take action. And that's what I mean by not simpler. That's what I think is meant here by not simpler. Make it as simple as possible until you can take action, but not simpler. I love Albert, Albert, Albert yeah, Einstein. It's just like quote. focusing. I think I like the program you're extending into, Tony Ann, too. That. Yeah. And, and the point that you said, taking the picture every day, every day was the hardest thing. That's the simplest thing to do. Right. But it's the simplest know, thing to miss. And it's fascinating. Those things fascinate me when, but is, you kept focusing on creating your habits. It seemed to get easier as you, as you progressed. So I'm glad that it was that way for you. As we wrap up, our website is dudesinprogress.com, dudesinprogress.com. And if you want to reach out to us, if you want to find more, find out more about Tony Ann and her, uh, her, her experience with the 75 hard program, Email us, dudes at dudesinprogress.com, and we will get in, we will put you in touch with Tony Ann. Her story is inspiring. Uh, website again, dudesinprogress.com, and dudes at dudesinprogress.com. Remember, progress is better than perfection, so let's keep moving forward. Joe, I think we found out this week we got to do better next week. <laughs> Tony Ann's inspired us. Oh. You're awesome, Tony Ann. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you.